You are listening to Announce, Season 4, Episode 16, Slapping Back Mistakes. You are listening to Announce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. Something that seems to pervade most every culture and personality on this earth is how much we hate to make mistakes. Reactions to getting it wrong can go from completely losing face to simple embarrassment or ridicule or a loss of credibility or standing with peers. Sometimes I fear it may be unfortunate we treat mistakes this way, as folks tend to have a hard time owning up to them. These responses to blunders often compound the damage or loss. Denying a misstep has occurred or an error made will make, at best, correction more difficult and, at worst, may cost life or limb. Here's a true story about a mother and a father who made an error as they traveled across the country on an airplane with two kids and what they did when they discovered their mistake. You know how it can be. Enduring a child crying on an airplane can be pretty annoying, especially when they are right next to you. And where are you going to go to get away from it? Step out on the wing, mid-flight for a breather? I think not. And as someone who has been that parent traveling with little ones, I have great sympathy for those who find themselves traveling this way and for those who find themselves in the seats around them. It can be very tough. Small humans have a mind of their own and no empathy for the ears or nerves of other humans. To keep them quiet? Well, reasoning doesn't work. Treats run out, or worse yet, they make the little ones sick. Earphones only filter out just so much. And ignoring them doesn't help a bit, as they will not be ignored. Sometimes, even with the best-behaved child, nothing can stop them. Except sleep. Yes, sleep works great. They are adorable when they are asleep. So, a common trick used by some was to help the sleep along a bit. Some will secretly dose their child with something that is seemingly innocuous, like an over-the-counter cold remedy, even if the child is perfectly healthy. What can it hurt? Dose them, knock them out, and let them sleep, and everybody gets some peace. It's a win-win. Hey, it worked for B.A. Baracus, as played by Mr. T on the A-Team. However, even with the best intent and careful use of this unadvisable tactic, things might go very wrong. One evening, during my career as a firefighter EMT at an international airport, we got an emergency call for two children who were having a little trouble breathing. We arrived on the scene as the aircraft was pulling up to the gate to disembark passengers after a long, cross-country flight. A man and a woman, each with a child in their arms, were the first off the plane into the concourse walkway. The parents looked panicked, and both their children appeared to be completely limp in the arms of the parents. They handed the children over to us, their eyes pleading desperately for help. The two children were almost not breathing at all. Immediately, artificial respiration was started, and with the smallest one, a six-foot medic, as he held the child in his arms and quickly carried the child to the ambulance, was blowing air into its tiny little lungs and doing chest compressions. 
with his partner carrying the second child closely behind him, supporting its respiration. With deft skill and great speed, the little heart that wasn't circulating blood started beating properly on its own. Both children were given supplemental oxygen, and before arriving at the hospital ten minutes later, both were breathing adequately on their own. But what happened? You have probably already guessed. Having compassion for the rigors of travel on little kids, and the others who can be on the plane with them, the parents, on the direction of a pharmacist friend, purchased a popular cold medicine and dosed their kids so they would sleep for the three-hour trip. In a misunderstanding about the correct dose, the children received much more of the medication than was safe for them from caring, empathetic, and good parents wanting to make travel easier for everyone. As a parent and a grandparent, I can't imagine the fear they must have felt. They could have just pretended the kids were still sleeping and carried them home. There are documented cases where some have made similar mistakes and tried to hide it and have done much worse. But these two did one thing absolutely right. They didn't pretend the kids were okay. They didn't tell themselves they hadn't somehow made a mistake. They didn't deny that their children were in grave danger. They revealed their error and they asked for help. Yes, they were left standing on the tarmac as their precious children were whisked away in an ambulance with lights flashing and sirens blaring, and they didn't know if their children would live or die. But they accepted that mistake and faced their error head on, honestly, and without regard to shame or the damning and piercing judgment of others. Otherwise, their children would be dead, and they would be grieving. This was not at all what they had imagined would occur on a trip to Grandma's house. This tragic story has a happy ending because of the willingness of two people to admit they made a horrific but completely unintentional mistake. So here's the ounce. None of us wants to be wrong or to admit it when we are, but for me, the cost of the need to be always right is too expensive. That kind of pride is always too costly. Without quick acceptance that our plans and intentions have failed, there will be no learning to do better, no growth, no greater understanding or wisdom from experience that might bring about solutions that might prevent even greater harm. When we make a mistake, admitting it quickly and making intervention possible is the only chance to stop even greater tragedies from occurring. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. Thank you for listening, subscribing to, and sharing an ounce. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.